Hadouken! It's time for the car cast. It's time for the car cast. What's going on, yo? Welcome back to the Cigar Rafi Podcast. That is another car cast because it's gonna, it's, it is Monday, so obviously I've got to go to work. And you can hear the car. <laughs> you can hear the car in the back. I mean, well, not, it's not in the back. I'm in the car. You can hear it. You can tell when I'm inside of the Mini Cooper and when... Oh, my God. How do you turn these wipers off? This is my Oh, my God. How do you turn these wipers off? How do you turn these wipers off? Okay. So, anyway... It's a lot of weird stuff in here in this car. But um, you can tell when I'm inside the Mini and when I'm inside my truck. Because uh, I, I I feel like the Mini's louder. I don't know why. I feel like you can hear it more than my truck. And my truck, obviously, you know, I mean, you can hear my truck. Like, when, when you're outside, you hear the, like, that truck engine. But anyway, I don't know. So, how's everybody doing, man? Today's Monday. We are on December already, you know, the beautiful December. If you're in one of the cl- the cold uh, cold habitats, uh, you know, you, you kind of, I, I don't know, I feel like you're in more of the Christmas spirit. It's cold here, but it's an annoying cold. It's an annoying cold. It's not the cold where, oh, it's cold and it's Christmas. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense. Here it's just like... I guess it's we're not used to it and we're supposed to be hot, whatever. It's like, what the hell, you know? Uh, you know, we're supposed to be warm here, not not cold. I don't know why we're cold here. So, it's annoying. If you're in a place where it snows, I just feel like... I wish that just for that one day, it would snow, like, where, the, you know, where there's snow on the ground and everything, you know, that white Christmas, everything is snowy, the, you know, and... Um, I'd probably lose half my shit though if, if it snowed over here. But um, you know, and I could just see it out the window, out the window. I'm not saying I'm gonna be outside making snow angels. I'm just saying out the window. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty weird, right? That's weird about me. But it's cold, and some of the people that live up north, <laughs> they get annoyed me. Like, um, uh, I like to use my my buddy Damon <laughs> as an example of Black Nerd Radio he, he's always commenting on stuff right? and he's always he's one of the first ones as far as the podcast he's real close to the podcast and like cause like other people would um would write a comment or call in something but um he's like really close he'll comment on everything you know whatever he feels but he, he lives uh he commented on my Instagram when I put up 40, it's like where I was like, oh, it's 45 degrees or something. I've, I put up a screenshot of the temperature here and it was like 45 degrees or whatever. And he was like, 45 degrees? I mean, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm working outside. He's like, I'm working. He's like, I've worked outside and like, I don't know if it was like something like 10 below or I don't know, some crazy cold ass number. You know, and I was like, damn. <laughs> I know what that's like, just in case. If Damon's listening to this, which I, I, he probably is, um, I know what that's like, bro. Trust me. This is like, this is not like, it's not like I've never experienced. I've, I, I've only been in, listen, I've only been in hot, living in Florida, well, in Florida. I, I know I was born in the tropics. I know that. I was born on an island. And then, you know, but I came to the States, I went to New York. At what six or seven, went back at thirteen. But so I know what it is to be in New York. And then I I came back to New York at fourteen and stayed there. And then I and I was stationed in Fort Drum, Fort Drum, New York, at the tip of Canada, right there. So and for some reason that's like the. Uh, I don't know what is some scientific term that they have for it because for some reason cold accumulates there. Like the people from Alaska come down there to train. That was one of the coldest experiences besides Germany. When I lived in Germany um, and we were in the field for 30 days in the winter. 
like I'm talking about outside living inside of a metal refrigerator that we call a tank um that uh, Fort Drum was one of the coldest places that, that I mean that was cold I couldn't like there's nothing they could have gave me they're like oh we issue, you know the army's like oh we issue cold weather gear yes they issue cold weather gear but you're still cold like I it feels like whoever ask anyone who's been in the military it doesn't matter what service marine whatever when they issue you stuff it's never enough like they give you a ton of stuff they'll give you a ton of stuff boots socks um inserts um long johns all kinds of stuff big jackets everything it's never enough and like and like a heater not working inside of a tank or a track vehicle is not going to deadline a vehicle. It's not a call. It's not a means of uh, us saying, "Oh, we can't use it." There's other things that would make us use. Obviously, if it has an oil leak or if it's not, then hey, you can't. This one can't be used. It has to get fixed. A broken heater is not one of them. It's in the book. You you can still use it. So a lot of times we were out there with broken heaters, and you just had to sleep in that. Yeah, you, you had to sleep with it in that cold. That shit sucked. <laughs> Fucking sucked, man. I hated it. So, also, not also. I, I didn't have a good segue to segue into my next uh, whatever it is that I was going to talk about now, which I... Uh, gas is 209. Gas is 209. I'm happy about that. Because the Mini, for example, is only like 20... I would say, I would say $25 to fill up. But essentially, I never, I never fill up when it's like at the end when, when the E is screaming at me. Um, you know, I fill up when it's, you know, normally when it's like almost extreme, extreme. Uh, to be extreme, I'll do it like right when it's almost right, almost at E. Like that's where I'm being lazy. I just didn't want to pull over to freaking fill up or I'm driving through the ghetto or something and I, I just don't feel like dealing with anything you know what I mean I'm like oh this is a bad neighborhood you know if it's like if it's like the hood I ain't dealing with that I grew up in that or if it's like a really really redneck town some real trailer trash so real hood you know, or some real like it just it, it's really run down neighborhoods. I feel like I am not stopping. You know, um, I don't have like the nicest car in the world. It's a regular car, it's just a little Mini Cooper. You know, but well, and my truck and then my Jeep. But it's still, it's like I'm like, you know what, man? I'm over here coming out of work in slacks and stuff. You know, looking like with a with, with a polo shirt, looking like a you know. Uh, uh, you know Johnny middle class over here you know who's got like the 401k and stuff it looks like that <laughs> I do have one but it's not like I like I'm totally not like that man. you know I, I, I <laughs> trust me I'm 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 uh you can't you can't uh I've I've uh I've tamed the the streets you could say I've tamed the streets in me I did grow up in the street I did grow up in the street, you know. I did grow up in the hood, but I've tamed it. You know what I mean? I live in, you know, I live in that town now with the white picket fence and all that stuff, and the dog, you know, and all my neighbors, pretty much working people and all that, you know. Um, but it was pro when I was growing up, it was projects and all that. But so I know how it is, man. I know, you know, and I just don't feel like dealing with that. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not that I'm being like, oh, everybody is an ass. No, man, everybody, you know, you 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 live according to what you can, according to what you know you can afford right now. I've been there, man. I've been there. You know, I've been broke. You know, I I know what it's like to live on ramen and uh and hot dogs and and you know what I mean, and be broke and not have money. You know, I did it. Growing up, my my mom when she you know she was going to school, she was working two jobs, you know, and uh, and we were we were struggling for a while, for a couple of years, man. We struggled, you know. She was in school, she was we were trying to make it. She barely spoke English. Um, that was hard, you know, uh, but she did it, man. And then 
And then when I grew up, when I got out of the military, not in the in the military, obviously you're really not gonna struggle. I don't care. Listen, anybody who tells you that they struggled in the military financially is because they wanted to. It's because they were being irresponsible. It's just, it's just them. It wasn't because oh it's a, it's so hard, life's so hard. Nah. Life is not hard in the military. The the military makes it so easy for you to live. They give you everything. You don't pay shit. The only thing you pay for is what you want to pay for. You know what I mean? And like cable, you know, insurance, um, all that shit. You don't pay for anything. You don't, um, it's really not like, you're not really going to struggle in the military. You know what I mean? So I got out of a struggle when I was young, when I was like 18, right? When I joined the military, I was out of the struggle, you know? And then, because I, I, you know, when I was a teenager, I did work in restaurants. Actually, that's most of my jobs were all, like, working in restaurants. And then I joined the military, right? And I, uh, and I went to work. I mean, yeah, and I worked in the military. I, I was getting paid all the time whether I worked. Now, you get paid regardless. Your whole contract, you get paid whether you work or not. And, um... So, you know, I never struggled, man, in the military. It was like everything was given to me. You know how it is. I just took a swig of my coffee. I don't care. I'm sorry. I I forgot I had it. But everything was given to me in the military. So that's how it is for everybody. But then when I got out, bro, when I got out and reality hit me, like, oh, my God, we got to pay bills. Like, this is, are you serious? Like, I got out of the military. And the thing is, I, I think I said it before, but I'm going to say it again. You don't, you don't, people think, a lot of people are on the misconception that people who are in the military make money. Like, oh, man, these guys make money, man. No, they don't make money. The problem is, the, the reason why you see people in the military, oh, they got a nice car, you know, they're going on vacation, is because one, most likely, the vacation was free or it was at a very high discount. I've gone on vacation for 20 from 25 bucks to nice really nice vacations for like 300, 4, 500 dollars. Really nice vacations, okay? Um also you don't have any bills, so you got all that money, you know, still like, whoa, what do I do with my money? So you you can buy the nice clothes and you can have the nice car, you know, cuz one, it'll be probably at a high military discount, you know, or, you know, um, it's just, or you bought at, you bought at the lemon lot. <laughs> we have lemon lots. We call them lemon lots on the, on the military base where all the soldiers for us would sell all their cars when they were deploying because they're going to get new cars when they deploy. We get paid more money when, when we deployed. So, you know, when we go to a combat zone, you make that combat pay. That's, you know, it's a lot of money. So, you know, we don't have bills. So it looks like, it looks like we have money. You're like, oh man, but you don't have bills. You're still making, like, as a sergeant, you're still, you're only making like, I don't know, 30 something thousand. You're not, you're not making money like, oh man. You know, uh, as an E6, then it'll probably go to the middle to high 30s. You know, as an E7, probably in your 40s. You know, middle, uh, low to mid 40s. E8, mid to highs. You know, high, high 40s or whatever. Maybe 50, of course, you know, as an E8. And then, you know, as a Sergeant Major, you're probably 60, 70. You know, which is not like... That's not like, you know, holy crap, you know, like, oh, man, look at all that money. But it's good, you know, it's, it's you know, you're not making a, a ton of money. But when I got out, when you get out and you make 30-something thousand, okay, you you know, you make 35,000 a year, but you got to pay bills? Now, now, that's, now it's when it starts to, oh, my God. Now, if you're good with money, if you're good, if you're good at not spending and saving, you'll you'll make it. But if you're like the average person, just you know, and I was the average person. You know, I got out at 
I joined at 18. I got out of active duty at uh, was it 26. Met my wife at 24. I got out of active duty. No, at 27. Yeah, at 27. Um, I was still at active duty. While I was with my wife. Um, I got out at 27, and then you know, I got a regular job here. Which wasn't, I wasn't even making 30-something thousand. I was making like $11 an hour. And it was so funny because when I, <laughs> when I got out, I remember I was so scared. And I, you know, I, I'm, one thing about me is I'm very proactive with getting jobs. Like if, if, I will never be without getting paid. That's me. I'm very proactive about getting jobs. I don't. I don't sit there and dwell. I don't be like, man, I gotta get a job. I don't do that. I do not do that. If if ever I'm in between jobs or whatever, I've already got about 15, 20 applications out. I've, I've probably, in between jobs, I've probably got about four or five interviews already lined up. Like, I've never, I've never, I don't think I've ever been without a job for more than 30 days. Ever. Ever. That's not me. I don't do that. You know what I mean? I, I work. I have to work. Um, I just, you know, uh, especially being married. But, um, so anyway, what was I? Oh yeah, I I got out right. I started making eleven dollars an hour. When the guy, the interview guy who interviewed me, it was for a security gig. I remember. They're like, oh, we're hiring military personnel. They hired me straight out of active. I'm talking about. I was still in active duty when they hired me. That's how bad it was. I was not not bad, but that's how it was. Right out of active duty Like I applied while I was in active duty And um <laughs> Funny story real quick I know I get sidetracked ADD um, The company was called Wackenhut At the time It was called Wackenhut W-A-K-E-N-H-U-T Which was like the biggest security company in the United States at the time, then they merged with G4S, and now G4S is in the, is worldwide. So, Wackenhut, I remember I had this was back in the early, you know, years ago, early uh, with the internet. So I had to apply on the internet, and this was in 2006. I got out in 07, the end of 2006. So on my screen it said Wackenhut. Right, it was like a black screen, and it just had their logo, and it said Whacking Hut. And my boys came in, and they're like, "Dude, are you on a porn site? Like, is this porn? Like whacking, like whack?" Cause we, anyway, so that was stupid. But um, anyway, I joined, and the guy, and in the interview, when I went to the interview, when I went to the job interview, right, I came straight from the airport with my duffel bags. I had no property. I had just gotten divorced. I had no properties. All I had was my some military stuff, my awards, a couple of shirts, some overalls, I think another pair of jeans and some sneakers. I had it in my duffel bag. I came out. I went from the airport here in Florida because I went to live with my girlfriend, which is my wife now, who I have my kids with. Um, she had an apartment, and I'm, she's like, yeah, you can stay with me. My plan was I'm only going to stay with you for 30 days. Uh, and as you can see, years later, now we have a house and kids. But um, <laughs> so that that never panned out. But uh, I, went, I was like, okay, I'm going to stay with you for 30 days just until I find my apartment. And because um, I love being independent. I went straight from the airport with my bag, with my duffel bags. I mean, this was straight... This was textbook. Um, oh, Johnny's back from the war scene. I went into the office with my duffel bags. Straight out of the army. Out of active duty. Put my duffel bags down. The lady was like, where are you coming from? I said, oh, I just got out. I just came from the airport. She was like, oh, my God. You serious? I was like, yeah. I just came out of the... She's like, okay, here. You know, she was like... They were like, oh, my God. It's, wow. So... Uh, they let me put my duffel bag in their office. No, no, here, just put it right here. Don't worry about it. I'll be safe. All right. So I went over there. I did the paperwork. And then I, I well, I, I, I interviewed with the guy. And we're talking. He's like, yeah, so this is, you know, we need military guys for. Because they had a, 
they have these like regular security officers and they have custom protection officers. I got all this, I had all this training. I wasn't fat like I am now either. I was still I was still, you know, Navy sealed out, you know. I had that look like, oh, this guy, you know, I was a combat I was a combat guy. I wasn't, you know. So I had that they were like, "Oh man, this guy's it right here." So they gave me they have a custom protection officer, which is just like you get a brown uniform and like a dollar more. So he goes, he goes, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, oh man, I'm a custom protection officer. You know, I'm working uh, here, there, you know, doing this. I had never really, as an adult, worked in the real world. And not as an adult, I worked in restaurants as a young kid, you know, as a teenager for a couple of years, but I never worked as an adult in a real job where I got to apply like this, you know. In restaurants, you don't. The, the application's not that serious. You know what I mean. So anyway, I, I he's interviewing me and he's like, "Oh yeah, you go, oh, military, good. And you have this background, this background, this background." I'm thinking, "Oh man, that's it. I found my career. That's it. I'm gonna be a fucking CEO in like ten years. That's it. You know." And no, that's not how it was. Um, he was like, "All right, you're gonna be. Uh, this is your location. You're gonna be working at this." Uh, <laughs> this housing complex and doing this whatever um here's your security badge yada yada um and i said well oh, okay what's the pay he's like eleven dollars an hour i was like eleven dollars an hour i laughed i laughed because i thought he was joking i thought he was kidding you gotta remember i came from new york and new york at 17 i was making 17 dollars an hour like I was making seventeen twenty-five an hour, you know. So I was like, I was laughing because I was like, ha! Like I really laughed. Like and, and and he looked at me. I remember he. I remember he was making a copy in the copy machine, and he turned over and he looked at me, and he was like, he's like, bro, that's. He's like, he's like, yeah, bro, that's good pay. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking? Like in my head, you know, I didn't say that, but I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's good pay. How is that even? Like, why, why would you, like, are you serious? And I was like, I didn't say anything. I just looked at him, and I was like, no, no, yeah. Like, and acting like I was laughing at something else, because I was like, man, this is all I got. I didn't know. You know, I didn't, I didn't know. And I'm 26, 27, just got out the military. And let me tell you something. If you spend most of your, that transitioning period when you're turning from a young teenage boy, because you're still a boy, at 18, you don't know shit, wet behind the ears. When you're transitioning from that to manhood in the military, there's something that just, that is not, that did not develop in you uh, uh, as far as man, as being a man, being an adult, you know, not a man, not because, you know, women too, but an adult. Something that just didn't didn't come out it didn't develop in your head so you you're essentially i'm essentially and i think i think it's with everybody yeah you're an adult you're yeah you're 26 you're you're supposed to be a man yeah you're a man but just there's there was something missing because you were the army takes care of you like a parent you know they take care of you like you're just a young kid you know like you're a 12 13 14 year old you know, all right, go to school, but be back at this time. You know, like that type of shit. Oh, man, I got to be back at this time, you know. Or or my mom will ground me, you know. It's that type of shit. So I, I was missing that pain of knowing that I have real responsibilities to the real world. Right? So to me, it was like, it was like a kick in the face when I was in that office. And he told me $11. And I'm like, oh, my God, I live with my girlfriend. I've got to pay half the rent and half the bills, right? Um, uh, you know, I, I took over, basically, I took over parenting her two kids who were really young. So now I essentially had kids, you know. Um, and it was like, what the hell? So... And then all of a sudden, <laughs> my wife gets pregnant. My 
wife, who's my girlfriend, gets pregnant. I'm like, oh crap. And we struggled, man. $11 just wasn't cutting it. She, I mean, she was working too. She was working too. But she was about, you know, making the same thing because that's the pay in Florida. The pay down in, in you know, every everywhere has their own pay scale. Of course, they pay more up north. Of course, in New York, they pay more. Of course, starting pay in California is going to be more, you know, and in other places. But like in a lot of states, you know, it's $10, 11 12 you know. Over here, like 11 12 is about average where you're going to, you know, where you're going to start working or whatever, you know, 11, 12 years old. So I was like, this is insane. I'm, I'm going to die. You know, I'm going to die. You know what I'm saying? So I went out, man, and um, I worked. We struggled like hell. Um, one of the worst struggles. And I didn't really, and you know, I wasn't good with money because I didn't, unfortunately, I didn't have to be in the military because even when I, living paycheck to paycheck in the military is like a, is like a 12-year-old kid spending his allowance on like, I don't know, some toy or video game he wanted or I don't know, some something stupid and then having to wait till next week to get his allowance again. Like, it's, it's not like he's going to go hungry. He's not going to have a place to stay. He's not going to pay a bill. And it's going to... It's like... It's one of those things. So, I wasn't good with money. Um, living paycheck to paycheck in the military is different. It's like, whatever. But here, it's like... Outside, it's a real thing. So, we were doing that. You know, we had the bills and all that stuff. Me and my wife were both young. You know, we were like, what the hell? Um, it was her It was her first time living Alone with the kids She had just gotten divorced I had just gotten divorced You know I left the military She was It was her first uh, Apartment alone You know Without being You know She had just gotten divorced So we were both like learning It's a big thing And we were struggling man She was only making About the same 10 10 I think $10 an hour She was like Working the front desk this is before she got her big ass promotion. Um, I was making all kinds of money, but obviously before. But she was, you know, she was making like ten, eleven dollars also. So basically, together we're making twenty-two dollars an hour. But it was still a struggle when it's four people, you know. And then we had, uh, I think we had somebody. We always had somebody living with us, extra, right? And we're still struggling. I remember when she got sick. Uh, when her, she couldn't work for like 30 days when her, uh, what's that thing, uh, gallbladder or whatever went out. And we went to the hospital. We had no insurance. We had, I mean, it was like ridiculous, man. It was like a nightmare. I'm telling you. It was a nightmare. A freaking nightmare. I remember. Um, we had the eviction notice. Oh, my God. I remember that. We had a shop for food at the, uh. At this like outreach center, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. Oh my goodness, yo, that shit was bad. But you know, whatever. We got out of it, made it. And I finally, you know, we learned, um, learned about money the hard way. Spend a lot of money stupidly, and now we're, you know, now we're good. You know, I just bought the house and all that shit. We're good now. But it was a struggle, man. It was a struggle. Damn it, all this this whole story was just to say I didn't want to put gas while going to a bad neighborhood. So, but the, anyway, bottom line, I know how to, what a bad neighborhood is, is like. You know what I'm saying? I know what a bad neighborhood is like. Oh, my goodness. So, quick, uh, there's no way to segue into, and I don't feel like cutting up the podcast right now. So, quick movie review. Not movie review. Let me just talk. I don't. I don't. Not good at movie reviews. Okay. I'm not. I don't. I'm not. You want to hear a movie review? You go to Black Nerd Radio. Radio. Quick movie reviews podcast. Uh, uh, go to one of those movie reviews podcasts. Go to, um, you know, superhero, you know, reviews podcast or whatever. Because I suck at movie reviews. Um. So yeah. Anyway. There's a, there's a movie on Netflix called 
I can't remember the name of the movie. It's like Open House, I think it is. Open House, right? It stars the. It stars. Um, I don't remember who the the name of the woman is. I've seen her in other like horror or kind of side, kind of those mystery movies, whatever. This was like this was a. Uh, yeah, it's like a thriller slasher film. Some people would take it as horror, I guess. Thriller slasher mystery, whatever. But it's one of those movies that bothered me. You know, it was good. It was good. It was a good watch. Very good watch. I I I, I liked it. It was a good watch. Um, if you like mysteries and you know things with people getting killed, whatever. It's a good watch. So, the premise of the movie is this family that uh, they, uh, they it's a father, a son, and a and a uh, and a mother, obviously, the wife. And um, the the son is the kid from Thirteen Reasons Why from Netflix. He was on that. He's he's the main character of that show. So in the show, in the movie, he's like he's uh, athletic. He's like a good runner. He's a runner, and he's. He's like that's what he's you know he's a really good runner, and um, his father, his father uh, and his mother and everything they're all struggling. Uh, father like lost his job or something, so they're about to lose the house. You know they're struggling to make ends meet, but you know they're still a family. They're you know he's a good dad, good mom, whatever. The kids, kid loves his parents and just the regular typical family where all three of them whatever. And the thing is, uh, in the beginning of the movie, you know, the kid's running. The the dad's like, oh, man, you're such a good, you know, man, you're an Olympic uh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Great. You know, they go inside. Hey, let's go to the store. And, and, you know, the mom's like, hey, what do you guys want for dinner? I want this. So the dad's like, oh, let me go to the store or whatever. The son goes with him. Dad ends up getting killed in this, like, getting run over or something by a car while he was crossing the street trying to get go to the store from where they parked to get something for his son that he wanted you know then the, the kid's a teenager he's probably 16 16 17 or something and uh the, the, he sees his father get killed boom gets fucked up right his father it's not funny but um he sees his father get killed and so he's all traumatized so now the purpose of the movie is him and his mom trying to trying to make it you know trying to make it you know what I mean? Trying, trying to like uh, get by. They got, they're all traumatized and all that, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So they're trying to make it right. And um, sorry, I paused it. And they go to their the they go to the funeral. The the, the mom's sister comes out. Anyway, just to make, I'm I'm trying to make it short. You know, I don't want to talk too much. But they go to the mom. They go to the dad's funeral. The the sister of the mother. She's a real estate agent. She's like. You know, I, I know you guys are hurting, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Why don't you just sell the house? Um, you know, why don't you, you know, I have some house, you know, just move out of here to, so you can kind of get away from this pain, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. And um, she was like, all right, no, I don't know. I don't want to move my son out of his school. He's really comfortable here. Whatever. The son's all messed up. He saw his father. He's like saw him get splattered. You know, so that's traumatizing. So the sister's like, well, there's a, there's, I got some properties that I got on listed. Why don't you go stay in, you know, the properties over there, blah, blah, blah. So they go to this open house. Uh, the, the the thing is, for some reason, they went to this other neighborhood, right? This crazy, this, it was like, it was like this small town somewhere away And oh, and they sorry, this guy was honking at me <laughs> to go in front of me. So they go to this small town, and he was like, um, they're like new there, and it's one of these small towns where everybody looks at you. Hey, this is you know who are you? Whatever, it's John, you know. And there's a uh, there's as as soon as they get there, there's this uh, this black dude in the in the in front of in the store and he's like kind of flirting with his mom whatever 
but he's not the bad guy in the movie. You can tell right away, you know. So they're flirting. Um, the the son's all like, like you know, giving attitude like, why are you flirting, you know, which I, which I understand, whatever. And the thing is, uh, there ends up being this killer, right? And you don't know who the killer is. Uh, there's one, there's one neighbor. This lady, she acts really weird. She's like, oh, my husband wants to meet you. And she's like, I, I thought your husband was dead, bitch. You know what I mean? Like, one of those things. And um, she was like, no, no, no. Well, she's all messed up in the head. She thinks her husband's alive, but he's dead. Um, and there's, like, when they go in. So, the, for some reason, they're in this open house. And the thing is, the sister let them stay there. Yeah, you guys can stay there. You can stay at the house. But people, it's an open house. So, people can still come in and out. You know what I mean? Like, the, they leave the keys for people to come in and out and see it, whoever wants to buy it or whatever. And it's, like, weird because it's, like, why would you stay in a house where people could just come in and out? But whatever. So, that part I didn't really understand. But, um, I, I know because I, I, I was doing something while I was watching the movie. I, I was painting my kitchen, actually, with the right color paint. Um, and I was me and my wife were painting and watching the movie at the same time, so we would kind of like miss, I guess, some parts. But for some reason, people were going in and out of the house, and it was weird, right? And um, so at some point they stopped doing that. the The son, the mom gets into it with the son because she thinks that he's uh, messing with her because of the death, because he's all messed up. They get into an argument. He's oh, I hate you. I wish it would have been you that died. Blah blah blah. This, that, and the third. Um, that's in the middle. And she's like, you're messing with me. You know, um, you you turned the heat off when I was taking a shower of the water, blah, 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 this, that. And he's like, no, I didn't. And she's like, yeah, you did because whatever, you know, I'm struggling. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well, it turns out there's somebody. There's like this hallway. There's like this tunnel in the basement. It's a big house. And it's like this, I don't know why two people would move into, me and my wife, why would two people move into a giant house like that? Like, don't, three, look, my family, four people would not move into a giant house like that. Like, that's ridiculous. Right, anyway, so there's a tunnel in this house. In the basement of the house, there's a tunnel. A tunnel, okay? Um, And the, the kid, he discovers this tunnel, and it's like, where the hell is this going? He didn't go through the whole tunnel, but it's deep. It, like it's a like a man can walk through it, you know. Like what the hell, you know? So he's walking. He he goes. He has a flashlight. He's like, oh my god, there's a fucking tunnel in the house, you know. But whatever. He didn't like really say anything to his mom. So uh, in the movie, whatever. Um, somebody ends up breaking in. They call the police. The police don't believe him. Obviously, that they're the new people in town. The the police are like, you know, they give the the typical mystery film, small town police uh, thing. It was a black cop and a white cop. And they're like, oh, well, since you guys are the new guys, it could be just some kids messing around. I fuck. Look, in real life, I, if, if a cop told me that, I think that's one of the hotels I would lose it on a cop. Really, like, don't. F- I'm not going to call you just to see your fucking face, bro. That shit pissed me off. Like, I'm not going to call you just to see your face. I'm going to call you because something happened here. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Oh, it's just it's just some kids. Me- like, even if it's some kids messing around, they broke into my house, bro. So anyway, um, they break, you know, whatever. Something happened. Somebody came in and rearranged shit and did something around the house. So... Um, they, they're like, all right, whatever that, and the, the kid calls, um, cause the, the black dude from the beginning had given the mom her phone number. I don't know if this is a spoiler. Don't care if it is. So I should have said spoiler alert. Maybe he ends up giving him, he's like, Hey, if you need anything, you know, call what, you know, give me a call. I'll, guys, I'll show you guys around. I'll, sh-, you know, he wasn't like being an asshole. He was just like, Hey, you know, if, I know you guys are new. You don't know anything or anybody, whatever. So he called the, the the kid in the middle and like when shit gets real crazy, like it's like what the hell's going on in this place, right? He calls the guy and he's like, hey man, can you come over, man? Cause I don't know. Whatever. So the black dude comes over and he's like, What happened? He was like, Hey, um, you know, 
like these kids, uh, people broke in, blah blah. And he was like, and the black dude was like, well, yeah, I mean, maybe it is kids. And uh, you know, when I moved here, they were still treating me weird. It was, it was, you know, whatever. It wasn't anything like racist, right? It wasn't like no, they weren't a redneck town because a lot of the people there were black. It was a mix of black and white and whatever, all kinds of people. They were just like, I don't know, off. Um, and um, the thing is. Uh, the kid comes out They end up It's one of these movies Where there's nothing good Can come out of it And nothing good Came out of it Nothing good There was no If you if you want to watch a movie Where you had like Oh man Thank God No there is no thank God in this Nothing good happened So The black guy ends up getting killed The kid comes out He's like what the hell Cause he He's waiting for the black dude The black dude went to his car Black guy gets uh, He goes to the car The black dude's throat is cut open he's like what the fuck somebody comes up behind the kid and smashes his head into the glass he passes out outside freezing outside he the uh, this mystery guy who you don't see his face you just see the boots and his and his whatever he's wearing the real michael myers looking type thing whatever but you don't ever see his face for real so he he goes inside grabs the mom he um he lays down next to her. She wakes up. She's thinking that it's her son sleeping next to her. But she finds these pictures of her sleeping on her, like, Polaroids or something. On her, I think it's, I didn't see that part. My wife told me she found pictures. So I'm thinking it was Polaroids. Or maybe on her, I'm sorry, on her own phone. Um, Finds the pictures. And she's like, what the fuck? Pictures of her sleeping. So she turns around and it's the guy. And he grabs her. On the bed He chokes her out She wakes up She's tied up on a chair This guy starts Breaking her fingers One by one Crack Crack Like breaking the shit Out of her fingers Right And I'm like What the f Like I mean There was no like It wasn't one of those movies Where there's dialogue Your husband owed me money Or It wasn't nothing like that It was nothing like Like uh, it, You know I, I'm thinking Oh shit Her husband Probably has some you know, uh, some ties with something, or it was something the husband did, or I thought oh, it's the husband. He never really died, or I don't know, or or it's the sister, and she's wanting to get money. I thought it was something to that extent, so that's what I'm expecting. But he's just, there was nothing in between. There was like no reason. He just like started breaking her fingers, crack, crack, crack each finger, and you heard the crack, 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 crack. I was like, oh shit, right? Any any. And then he throws her on the ground. Bam, she falls. She screams. The kid wakes up from uh, being outside. He's like almost frozen. He's walking in like all fucked up because he was laying in the cold outside. Walks up to, um, walks upstairs. He's his mom on the floor, you know. And she's like, oh, like, she's crying, obviously. Oh, get out, whatever. He, um, he gets into this, into Oh, what was it? Yeah, he fights with the guy. Freaking, um, he goes downstairs for some reason, grab the knife. He comes back. Um, he, she she screams. It's a huge house. This is how big it is. She screams. Now he runs back upstairs. His mom's gone. So he figures, well, she's not anywhere in the house. She has to be in the basement. So he starts walking to the basement into that tunnel. And with a knife, he's scared. He's got a like flashlight that's just lighting up like a centimeter of, of space at a time. And um, somebody pushes up on him. Ah! Like pushes up on him. He stabs him. It turns out that's his mom who he stabbed. Because the dude, the killer, pushed his mother's body onto him. She was still alive. but And he ended up stabbing his mom thinking that it was him. So he's, he kills his mother. He kills his own mother. And he's like, oh, my God. Now, now he's really traumatized. So he runs, right? Because his mother was like, run, or so, I guess. He starts running to get away, but he's all fucked up. And the killer comes out and pushes him, right? And um, pushes him to, to the ground and does the creepiest... Like this is not It doesn't sound creepy But it, the way this happened Was just Kind of Had 
gave me like this creep faster, uh, f- this creep factor to it. It had like a creep factor, and it was like real like. It gave me the heebie-jeebies the way he did this. So he throws the kid on the ground, goes to his eyes, right? And you 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 see the guy's hands, his his fingers are big. It's a big guy. This guy's big. Like if I fought him, it'd be a like. I'm probably gonna kill him, but he'd give me a really big struggle. He he could kill me. It's a big guy, um, you know, and he freaking he's about my size, two two forty, two fifty. He goes and he freaking takes his hand and he, and he and you, there's a close up of the kid's eyes, and I'm thinking, oh shit, he's about to gouge this kid's eyes out. He takes out his contact lenses, like one by one, like boop, just takes out the con- real soft. And the way he did it to me was so creepy. Because one, I was like, how did he know that this kid wore contact lenses? That's that's detailed. They never said that in the movie. I think they only, sh- I think, I think they may have said it or showed it in the beginning. So how did he know that this kid had contact lenses? So he's been spying on these people for a long time. He's been watching them, listening really close because he knew they had contact lenses. There was other things in between that he did too, but... I'm like, that's crazy. So he takes the contact lenses out and then lets the kid go. So the kid's running. So he now he's and he, the house in the middle of the woods, of course. Okay, listen to my. And how do I, I don't know how to say this without sounding totally racist, but to my white people, my Caucasian, my beautiful, beautiful Caucasian brethren. You guys are my brothers. <laughs> all right. We're all brothers. Why do you move in a house where your neighbors are two or three miles away in the middle of the woods? I just can't see myself doing that. I just can't. My neighbors, my na- look, I open my window and I can talk to my neighbor. And I still have a nice little tiny space. A nice space. You know what I mean? If I scream, my neighbors will hear it. If they scream, I will hear it. You know, I feel better that way. I just feel better that way. Not that nothing can happen. I just feel better that way. But anyway, and I'm not being racist. I love everyone. One of my best friends is white. All right. Um, actually, my best friend was white, you know, growing up. I'm nothing. All my cousins are married to white girls. Um, it's not. I have white nephews, white nieces and nephews. Okay. There's white people in my family. Bottom line. My grandmother was white. My grandfather's black. Okay. So. Let's not, let's, okay. So, anyway, let's end it at that. But anyway, so, um, uh, anyway, <laughs> why do you move to those places? Uh, the, he lives in this, in this, uh, forest and he's running. And in the, so in the end, the guy catches him and, and he's like, no, no, he's hiding and, and, that one lady who's weird, who thinks her husband's alive, is just walking in the woods, and then she just walks away. He walks to the edge of it's like a little like stream or river, like small river, and the guy catches him, and he's like, "No, no, no!" And I'm thinking, okay, I, at this point, I'm thinking, okay, he stabbed his mother, his mother's dead, but this kid's alive still, you know. Um, the guy finds him again, grabs him. Uh, and I'm thinking, okay, that lady, that crazy lady is going to come out and save the day. She's going to like hit him with a shovel or something. Nope. Next scene is the kid's dead body by the river. And then that some eerie music and then a couple. And then the next scene, of course, is a couple driving. And then they had, there's an open house sign with an arrow and they turn to the open house and they're going to go stay in that house. That's where it ended. It just fucking bothered me. Like, I was like, what the fuck? And, and, and then the end credits. So if you're going to go see it, I ruined it. So, you know, I, I had to ruin it because I feel like nobody should see this. Like, it was like, I just, me personally, like, it's one of those movies, like, um, what was the other movie that bothered me? The one where the people were wearing the mask. It was like three killers. It was like two girls and a guy. And they t- they terrorized this couple the whole time while they were in a cabin. Not cabin in the woods, uh, but they, they like terrorized this. I think it's, it was a cabin in the woods. No, it was like these. It was like two girls and a guy. Where in part two, it actually made me feel better. I think people complained, and in in part two, they actually like 
fuck these people up. <laughs> they actually fucked the bad guys up really bad. Like, really, really bad. Like, they, like, I kind of felt bad for the bad guys. That's how bad they fucked them up. But anyway, and part, part one was just like, what the fuck? Like, they just, like, what? Like, really? <laughs> like, you're just going to kill the good guys, all the good guys, and just leave me like this? Like, it was the most uncomfortable feeling watching this movie. I wanted to fucking, I was, like, so pissed. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why are you just going to kill these people and leave leave a cliffhanger for me? Like, like what the fuck? Are you serious? Like, something's got to happen. This guy has to get stabbed. His eyes gouged out of something. Nothing happened to this guy. He he didn't get hurt at all. Like he was perfectly fine. This killer. Michael Myers got hurt. <laughs> all my favorite serial killers, um, from from the movies got hurt. And this guy, nothing. I was like, yo, what the fuck? But you know, whatever. We watched it anyway. It's called Open House. It's on Netflix. I ruined it, but if you want to go see the shit, go see it. You know, it's a, it's a good movie, but I mean, I'm like, yo, seriously, bro? Like, come on. <laughs> I'm not used to that shit. You know what I mean? You know, I mean, and I, I'm all about horror, man. Me and my wife, that's all we watch. We, Matter of fact, my wife made the comment yesterday. Today's Sunday. It should be a horror day. We should just watch horror. Yeah, I know. She said that. I'm not even kidding. I was like, wow, okay. That's what you were doing while you were painting. So, but um, anyway, I got to get going. I'm sitting in the parking lot at work, man. I got to get going. I got 15 minutes to get there, but my office is right. Like, my, it's right there. It's like, right, I can see it. So, it's not like I'm, like, miles away from it. So, anyway, don't forget to like and subscribe, guys. Cigar Rafi on YouTube. Cigar Rafi almost everywhere. Rated. Rated. Our chat on Snapchat. I haven't been Snapchatting that much. I don't know why. Instagram, Cigar underscore Ralphie. Cigar underscore Ralphie. YouTube is Cigar Ralphie. And Mobile Artillery, if you like video games. Mobile Artillery on YouTube. All right? I still talk shit. It's like a podcast. My video game, my my gaming channel is a lot like a... Some of the videos is like a podcast. Like the live stream would be like a podcast. Kind of, but me, but while I play a video game, that's all it is, you know. So it's like something to look at, and and you can see my face in the corner. Typical gaming channel, right? I'll see you on the next the smoke.